Welcome back to Mishnayomi. Let us continue learning Mishnayos Meiser Shani, Perek Dalid, Mishnah Aleph, and Mishnah Beis. Hamolech Peres Meiser Shani, Mimokam Hayakar, Lamokam Hazil, says our Mishnah as follows As we know, we've discussed so many times, Meiser Shani can be redeemed onto money. The way in which that works is it's not that I can take my entire field and redeem it onto a quarter. I have to redeem the amount of money that the field is worth onto the proper amount of money so that it's equal amount. And therefore, the question becomes, what happens when prices fluctuate? Which is something we all know now very well that somehow my box of cereal, which cost $3 a year ago, cost $8 now. So, I take these payros, these fruits of Meister Shani, that cost, let's say, $4 in one, er- one area. I load them onto my wagon, and I bring them somewhere else. And in that place, the market value is much more. Or I take it from somewhere that's cheaper to somewhere more expensive. Again, so somewhere ex- expensive, somewhere cheap, or somewhere cheaper to somewhere more expensive. Podu Kishar Makomo says our mission, the rule is, you always redeem it for the price, the amount of where its current location is. Therefore, the example is going to be on maybe payroll has been a gar in the ear. If someone brings Maizashani produce from the threshing floor to the city, or if someone brings jugs of Maizashani from the wine press to the city, i.e., as we all know, if you're driving down the country road and you get to a farm stand where they're selling delicious Jersey tomatoes or corn, it's going to be cheaper than buying it in ShopRite. So, let's say a person brings from the wine press or from the threshing floor to the city, hashevach l'sheni. The additional amount of the additional value to the wine and the additional value to the grain, now that it's in the big city, that all belongs to my sheni, i.e., it, it, we go after the place where it currently is when you redeem it. Not only that, viotsios mibeso. And the expense of bringing it to the city, that gets absorbed, that has to be covered by the owner. Meaning to say as follows, let's say you have a bottle of wine. This bottle of wine is $8. $8 when it's still in the uh, it's still in the vineyard. You then bring it to New York City and you sell it for $12. Or six, let's say $16. So now you have a, a double your profit, you now have a $16 bottle of wine. Can you make the argument, well, you know, it took it cost me $4 to transport it there, and I am at the end of the day, I'm still making money for my Shaney because I'm still gonna make I'm still gonna make four dollars profit for my Shaney, where I'm gonna still raise the value at four dollars. So I'm gonna take four dollars away. So at the end of the day, I'll take four dollars. My Shaney will make an additional four dollars, and all will be good and well. And the answer is no, you cannot do so. That although you're still ma- increasing the value of this by $8, because now in New York City, it's going to be a $16 bottle of wine. You still cannot say, I'm going to write off, or I'm going to t- take the cost of transporting it to the big city and and take that away. Rather, you have to absorb the cost yourself, and we still say the value of what it is at the place that you redeem it, that all belongs to my Sir Shaney. Now, there are certain, however, kulas, certain uh, leniencies that exist when one redeems my Sir Shaney. Now, it is as follows, and this we all know to be true. That this that we said in the, a city, there's a value for produce. Well, we all know that if I go to 7-Eleven or I go to a bodega, somehow a bottle of soda costs $15. Whereas if I go to Costco, I can buy 100 bottles of soda for $15. Why? The difference is between wholesale and retail. This is Economics 101, right? Wholesale and retail. That wholesale, things are cheaper than retail. 
Well, if that's true, what about our Meister Shani? So it says our mission, that one can redeem their Meister Shani at the price of the cheaper rate of wholesale, the price that the wholesaler will purchase the goods, not at the price, he does not have to redeem at the price that the retailer, that 7-Eleven, will sell it. As in to say, there's a cooler here that you can, you can use the prices of the wholesaler. Once we're on that topic, there's another leniency that when it comes to exchanging the coins, Kemosha Shulchani rate below Kemoshu Litsarif. That also the money changer will sometimes use different rates and they will charge more for breaking up coins versus uh, um, versus uh, taking in small small denominations and giving back bigger coins. Again, there too they can they can use the the lower rate. Excuse me, they can use the higher rate. And then now that we did that, so, so says our Mishnah, um, says our Mishnah, a couple other example, uh, a couple other halachas when it comes to determining the value of Maishasheni. Ain poden Maishasheni achzara. One's not allowed to estimate the value of Maishasheni. So what do you do? As shadam of yiduim yifte al pi echad. If there's a, a value, if there's a product that the value is well known, everyone knows it's a market value. Let's say in a uh, jug of milk. So then, what do you do? You get you call in one guy who who happens to know he's a merchant. He se- he regularly sells milk in a store. What does milk sell for? He tells you milk sells for four ninety nine, and that's what you can redeem it as. Whereas, what if you have something that's less that's less that's that's less well known what the value is because of whatever reason? And the mission is going to give us a couple examples. So then it's a little more difficult. So then you have, the mission is going to tell us you have to call in three experts, and together they will figure out what exactly the value is going to be. And if the value of this product is not known, so then you get three guys in the room, and what are those kagon hayanjikarim? You have wine that begins to sour. Wine that begins to sour. So if it's a regular bottle of wine, we all know the blue bottle, Barks New World, twelve, thirteen dollars. You're good. Sixteen dollars. I don't know if you live in New York City, but uh, but it once it begins to sour, so it's going to drop in value. But how much is it going to drop? Who knows? So therefore, you got to call in the three experts: a peros shekrivu, or a fruit that begins to rot; umo shechliu, or coins that begin to corrode. Since none of these have a readily known market value, then you have to get three merchants to assess what exactly the value is. I wish you all a wonderful day.